Good Thursday morning, a simply beautiful morning out there. Sun is shining, some fair weather clouds, and we just made it above 50 degrees. And it's time now for another community health update to keep you updated on what's happening, what's important, what you need to know concerning our pandemic situation. With the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force, we head to Pike County for Milford Mayor Sean Strube and Infectious Disease Specialist Dr. Doug Mannion. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, good morning, George. Morning, George. So we made it a couple more days, beautiful morning out here, and we have uh, some more information to pass along, some new developments. And first off, Sean, I'm going to go with you and the Pocono Promise. Sure. Well, this is a, a, a good development that local elected officials, the municipal and the four Pocono County area and the Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau have put together something called the Pocono Promise, which is providing standards for the local hospitality businesses. Uh, it was created in collaboration with, with uh, uh, you know, sanitation experts and with industry experts, and that the restaurants and hotels, well, they don't even have to be a member of the PMVB, that they can sign on to this Pocono Promise, and it gives us a cohesive uh, standard for the region and, and identity for us to, to market, for people to know this is a safe place to visit, you know, as we're able to reopen. So I think that even as we're, you know, maintaining our safe distancing and washing hands and cleaning surfaces and we realize we are not there yet, we are not yet there where we're able to open, we are preparing so that when we can open, we are doing so safely and we're able to communicate that uh, and, and, you know, bring our economy back. Uh, so that's really important. It's been a, a collegial, cooperative, uh, mutually supportive process. It's a wonderful example of, uh, of public-private sector working together. So we're enthusiastic at the Hotel Fosher to be part of it. Very cool. Uh, people need more information on that. How do they get that? Sure. Just at the PMBV website, or they can Google Pocono Promise. It's just in the process of being unveiled right now. I hope I'm not breaking any uh, 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 you know, uh, press injunction here by talking about it. I don't think so. Breaking news, uh, Sean. Breaking news right here, right now. <laughs> breaking news. Stop the presses. The George, you have a scoop. Anymore. We've got George, a scoop. You have a scoop. Yes, we've yeah. got the lead story here. But it is, it's interesting, though, even for, for diners to understand what is going on behind the scenes. What is it that the restaurants and the hotels, the resorts, what are they committing to? How are they training their staff? Because it's very specific. It's very prescriptive. Uh, and it isn't, it's going to take some effort for, you know, the, the different uh, businesses to, you know, to get in compliance with it. But it gives us a standard that we've all agreed to that we're going to, uh, we're going to meet. Very so cool. that's a good thing. That is a good thing. All right, Dr. Doug. On a Tuesday, we had lots of numbers to talk about and lots of information. And we continue to develop uh, some more things to talk about here, contact tracing and more. Right. So you stumped me on Tuesday. So I always hate that, George. So I came loaded with information today. So the, the correct answer as to how many contact tracers you need is tough to really nail down because it depends on how dense the population and how many cases there, there's been. But based on, on recommendations from the CDC and other experts, it's anywhere between 15 to 80 contact tracers per 100,000 population. Now, what does that mean to the average layperson listening right now? What does that mean uh, in simplest terms? Yeah, so Pike County has about 55,000 residents, so we need anywhere between 8 and 42 contact tracers. Uh, so I'm actually inquiring from the state how many contact tracers they have trained so far for Pike County, but that's the number. And then what these people would do is that if, if in fact, someone was tested positive, they would ask that person to kind of retrace their steps over the last several days to see who else might have come into contact, and those people are then contacted and urged to be tested. 
Okay. So that and this is a very effective tool for you to to keep the spread down, uh, really kind of going where the puck, you know, where where the action is, right? So you know if someone's infected, they are at higher risk to have infected people over the last several days. So it's a really really good way to contain things as opposed to just do random testing of everybody where where you know it's likely to be to be negative in most cases. And we also talked the other day about uh, some numbers, and uh, you had some. Uh, numbers come out over the last uh, day or so that uh, maybe you you were questioning that were a little surprising. Yeah, so I'm tracking the daily uh, changes in uh, uh, people who test positive. Usually, the daily increases in people who test positive for Pike County, but also the three other Pocono uh, counties. And so, most importantly, we're looking for the 14-day average, uh, uh, the the 14-day increase in cases uh, to be no greater than 50 per hundred thousand. Uh, people and the good news is that if you project over the last what's happening over the last seven days for the next seven days we're getting very close to that number across all four of these counties some of them are better than others and are already below that magic 50 so uh, Monroe and Wayne are below uh, Pike is above as is carbon but on aggregate they're at like 53.2 projected seven days from now so that would be on the 21st of, of May so that's all trending really really good uh, yesterday was one of the lowest numbers in the last month in terms of new cases across those four counties. So that's really good news. Very, very interesting. Okay, so uh, we need to stay the course. Uh, of course, it is a, a tough thing to do. Uh, it's, it's a very mentally trying situation, but uh, keep the social distancing, uh, the masks where needed, uh, the washing of the hands, not touching the face, and uh, doing the job we've been doing over the last six weeks. Right. And a big focus for all of us now is how can we make sure that we can open the schools in September. There's a lot of focus on that. You may have heard there was Senate hearings in the last couple of days where that was a, a big question. And very clear, that that's a good goal for all of us to strive for, to make it uh, safe for our kids to go back to, to as normal as possible and in-person education as uh, in September. So, so let's all really fight hard towards making that happen. That would be an amazing, awesome thing. I, I think that would be fantastic. And that's not too far away if you think about it. It's only uh, four months. I mean, summer goes by pretty quick. All right, yeah. Sean, uh, tell us a little bit more about the Milford Bofid Volunteer Task Force. Uh, how do we get a hold of you and anything else? Sure. Well, uh, protectpike at gmail.com is the uh, the fastest way to get an answer and about anything uh, related to COVID locally. And we're happy to, to uh, respond to those. The Milford COVID Task Force Facebook page continues to be a lively forum with lots of articles and material posted uh, every day. Um, uh, Milfordtogo.com for the restaurants. Um, and a lot of the restaurants, if, if people haven't tried the to-go in the last week or two, uh, many of them have really stepped it up from when we first started, you know, right when we went into lockdown, getting much more um, uh, complex and, and uh, uh, broader offerings in the restaurants. And um, and that's about it. Our, our area restaurants are doing a fantastic job with the takeout, delivery, and curbside pickup. I got to say, they it, it's an amazing job they've all done. Fabulous. Yeah, it is. It really, it really, and truly is amazing. And you can get incredible cuisine now. You have something different every night. Uh, there's so many restaurants providing great takeout. And also a shout out to our fast food restaurants. Uh, they they really are doing a great job as well. Uh, you know, those essential employees right on the front line there, and they're doing a great job too. So don't want to miss those. All right, Doug. Uh, one yeah. closing thought before we wrap things up for this Thursday morning. 
just let's all keep keep our eye on the prize here. I think that the uh, the the goal to get back to as much normalcy as quickly as possible is really important. This is especially difficult on our on our children, right? Who especially young children. So uh, we really have to be focused on as adults to do everything we possibly can to a keep them safe and b try to get back to as much normalcy as possible. Absolutely. Okay. So. Hopefully, we'll have a fabulous uh, next couple of days and some better news to share when we get in here with you guys on Tuesday morning. Have a great weekend. Awesome, George. Thanks. Great. Thank you. Thank you, guys.